0: We are coming to you high atop the Peerless Boilers broadcast, booth here in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. My name is Paul, and I have with me tonight the same man I have with me every night, Dr. John in Columbus, Ohio. How are you, Dr. John? Welcome to the off-season. Oh, my God. It is, it is terrifying um, living outside the bubble, if you will. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm making it day to day. How are you? Was it weird? I got to admit, that first Sunday night, a little weird. It was a little weird. um, Although, as the listeners know, I I did not watch the episodes here in my own home. So I enjoyed being home Sunday night and uh, and just taking it easy, if you know what I mean.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, John, uh, tonight's show is a very special Mad Men recap. We are going to do the mailbag Now, listeners might be wondering to themselves Why? Well, folks, we get a lot of email We get, dare I say, a shit ton And we don't want to leave you in the dark We don't want you to think that The good work that you put into tip-tap typing Those comments out That we don't appreciate them Because we do So we'd like to read a few to you tonight Am I right, John? That's right All right now, at the top of the show, uh, John told me before it's a little inside baseball. At the top of the show, John told me he was he had some questions lined up to ask me, and uh, so we but we did, he did not tell me what they were. So
1: I responded these questions off the top of my mind, and we'll see how that goes. All right. Now, and again, these aren't these questions aren't per se coming verbatim from a listener's email, but they were alluded to from many of the comments that we had. Per se. And I think what we're gonna do is just really focus on, of course, this past season. we Okay. Five seasons in to the world that is Mad Men. Feels like two. We are seven years in in the time of the show. Okay. So we started in 1960. We are now in 1967. Oh wait, just in this season? No, 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 in the series. The series started in
0: 1960. Get out! Yeah. Are you sure?
1: Positive. We didn't start in
0: the 50s at all?
1: Nope. Okay, I trust you. You do the research. So, you know, we, we've come a long way. Okay. We're starting to, I think we've probably passed the glory days of the 60s as far as design. Oh, yeah. Would you say you're starting to see a little of the 70s start to make its, its po- way?
0: It's popping up in the fashion, mostly, i found. Uh, right. We, we all know Don's jacket from this season where he visited uh, Raby Beat at his home. Uh, was um, a bit hard on the eyes, and and uh, as well as the genie pants that we saw. Uh, what's his guts wearing? Uh, what's what's his name, John? Stan. Oh, Stanley. Thank you. And then um, and then of course uh, Ginsburg, who apparently just runs as fast as he can into printed fabric, and hopes it turns into
1: clothes when he lands. It was quite fun. I was reading an interview with the actor that plays Ginsburg. And he was talking about how... Now, you know that the person that does the design, Jane Bryant, has won many awards. Oh, yeah. For her costuming. Sure. And he says that he always knows that they have the right outfit when Jane steps back and, and kind of makes a grimace and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's done that many times. Now, does she, now is she involved
0: in the, uh, in the what looks like uh, hot sauce stains that uh, often
1: litter his shirt? Yes. He said that that was a specific... He didn't have a backstory for it, that he just showed up and the shirt had the mustard there.
0: That's amazing.
1: I mean, she is down to the details.
0: Well, obviously, that must be written into the script or something. I mean, Matt, uh, yeah, Matt must be uh, saying, hey, man, let's make this guy look as crazy as possible.
1: You know, but we, uh, if, if we focus here on the season, season okay. five, we start out with the first double episode, The Little Kiss, mm-hmm. you know, where we got to see the, the Zooby Zoo performance.
0: Oh, John, an international sensation. Zoopy, zoopy, zoopy. Did
1: you know that that was released on iTunes and like sold a ton? Oh, are you kidding me? Why would yeah. you buy that? Why would you I buy that? I, it was amazing. It blew up. She had the number one download on iTunes for like a week. No. Yes. Get out. And they actually released it on, a, uh, on an LP. I just ripped it off the show. They actually made like a vinyl of this. With her her singing it? With hers doing the singing.
0: Did you buy this, John? No way. The
1: listener didn't send you a copy
0: as a gift for being such an amazing researcher?
1: No. Hmm, that's a hint. But, you know, that's kind of where we start. And then you kind of follow the entire arc of the show, maybe more of a squiggly line uh, to the end where, you know, I mean, she goes from the zoooby zoo, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really kind of flaunting their relationship in front of everyone. To the last scene where Don's you know walking away and she doesn't even know he's gone, as she is. Uh, I don't you know, think completely you can.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can make that comparison.
1: Why not? As as the listeners know,
0: I am wrong constantly. <laughs> but I liked it. I don't. She was doing a job.
1: She was, but she. I mean, you know, she. You kinda, gotta
0: focus on your work, John.
1: She also she got the job through some you know backroom nepotism me. Feelings.
0: Oh, okay. but, uh, but you I, oh, know that that's right. I think
1: you didn't think there was anything in that as far as Everybody
0: else did, John, but as you know, I'm a dark horse. But well, I'm gonna go out on my own on this one.
1: You you are a dark horse? Or you like the dark horse?
0: I'm a dark horse. <laughs> I'm act- I'm physically I'm physically a darker pigmentation of a horse, John. Okay. Come on. Uh I'm going to say that that was just her getting her career started. They're doing fine.
1: So you, and, you feel that they have, as a relationship and a marriage, you think they're stronger at the end of the season than when it started?
0: And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because they've gone through a lot, John. When They, they started, have. When they started, it was all rainbows and kittens and puppy dogs.
1: Am I right? Well, I hope it wasn't kittens. Well,
0: thank you, Carl. But uh, I think... I think that at the end of the season, they've worked through some stuff, and they're stronger yep. here on the other end.
1: Yeah, without question, they've been through some things. I mean, from you know him being worried that she was almost murdered or something, mm-hmm. from the Hojo episode. Oh, my. Terrifying. Uh, to the spat where he came back late from the bar and she tossed the spaghetti. Hey, man, sometimes you got to toss the pasta. And, uh, you know... They, now here's the thing you didn't think there was any damage when she kind of blew off the ad world well, I know there was clearly, but they're working through it, okay they're working through it, so not irreparable, not irreparable, but it was kind of a shot at the the Don Draper ego, maybe maybe all not right. okay, all right, and you know I think that's especially in the uh the episode where we have the the uh the hallucinations of Roger i
0: would like to i I would like to put up one other point yeah they also made it through the sabotage of betty monster
1: yes yeah as we
0: know betty tried to destroy them with her evil powers and and did not succeed john and, and she had cancer for christ's sake no she didn't oh you're right i remembered that wrong people like that never get cancer (laughs)
1: <laughs> right like mean
0: people, and even if they get cancer they just it just they beat it in a second i mean the cancer is scared of their evil
1: they scare away the cancer you're huh? a
0: doctor is this not true
1: that the people can scare away cancer they
0: medic there's medically shown that if you're mean enough yeah cancer doesn't even like you
1: you know I, that would be a great case report i'm gonna um, work on that yeah please do I. You i'm gonna put some numbers behind that you got so you got some good people that you could profile. You could start with the Grinch, and yeah. follow that up with uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, so you there's could do some that. Yep, some people to go after. Yeah. but no, you know, in faraway yeah. places, uh, that one episode kind of you know shows a bunch of relationships, which is what I think a lot of the, the season focuses on. Uh, you know, you had Roger and his wife and their mm. trip and subsequent Jane. breakup. Um, are you are you worried about Roger?
0: I worry about Roger constantly. He's had like four heart attacks. He's uh, he's 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 hitting everything in town. We're coming into the '60s. It's gonna get cray for that guy. The '70s. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. We're coming into the
1: '70s. It's gonna get cray for that guy. Do you think Roger's gonna head over to Woodstock? He seems a little old. But you know, he could get into that crowd. He he's he could get down with that crowd. He can buy him beer.
0: <laughs> um, I'll say this. Uh, I don't think I don't think he's uh, you you know he he's certainly not he's certainly not done he's got he's got a lot to do but I think if there's anybody that could potentially die next season and I mean anybody probably any character in the show but Roger could go because he's a crazy man and he's doing a lot of drugs lately.
1: We were surprised with how Roger kind of wait coke is going
0: to hit in the seventies.
1: Well, I don't think we're going to make it to coke. I really think they're going to they're going to kill this show like at sixty nine seventy um but do you, uh we, let's try let's try not to get too much into the predictions oh, so save sorry, something yeah. for later on we'll we'll try and make it more of a discussion of the series than so much of a uh you know thinking forward sorry but sorry in regards to uh, were you surprised with how it seemed at the end of the season Roger had really acquiesced to Pete and his very pumped up role in the in the company i
0: mean yes and no because Roger doesn't want to work too much. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like, more even, a function like, of s- convenience. Yeah, since we've met Roger, he's never liked to do too much work. And the fact that although Pete is a massive dick, he's bringing in business and getting things done. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm not I'm not surprised he would just jump on that money
1: train. And then coming to Pete, you know, I think probably one of the, you know, easily easiest to talk about kind of pol not even polarizing cuz i don't know anybody that really likes him we've had a couple of people support Pete, but not many mm-hmm. uh you know he's got uh, he's got the wife who i think most people like mm-hmm. uh he's got the the new one he's got the house out in the burbs mm-hmm. he's got a you know business rolling in uh hand yep. over foot yeah and uh so but he he comes across as quite miserable
0: yeah he's pretty he's pretty miserable
1: um nobody likes him why would you? And so, I mean, you know, is is Pete like a fascinating character to you? Do you feel more just pity for him? I feel or no pity for Pete. You feel no pity.
0: I feel no pity at all for Pete. I don't understand Pete's problem, and I don't think I ever have. I mean, he certainly has issues. I mean, he certainly has like acceptance issues, because as uh, when we met him earlier in the uh, you know er- earlier in the series, you know, he had some uh, family issues kind of based on you know, not being good enough. No one understood why he was in this line of work. You know, he was certainly trying to prove something. I think he continues to try to prove something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, and yet, uh, I, I, and I'll say this, John, he really only needs to prove it to himself. I
1: mean, but has right? he not already done that with he has the not success? Proved it to,
0: he, apparently he has not proved it to himself because he's not happy in the success he has. All right. He still thinks there's something out there that he's not getting or not doing, and it fe- and he feels like it's his own fault for not doing it.
1: Well, and you know, I think there's a, again, we could we could talk about the season and the characters and the storylines at nauseum, but I think that was just kind of a nice little intro to get our minds going again about the show and about the season. Surely. And uh, and what we'll do is kind of jump into some of these emails. Now we're going to go back and forth between some that people wrote in simply to uh compliment our show and we appreciate that mm-hmm. uh, but we have even more so uh those people that uh you know had some thoughts and some points to make that uh, maybe you could respond to i'll respond to whatever they want to throw at me john all right and so you know i mean this is i've been stockpiling these since uh the end of may Stockpile. so we got we got uh, we got quite a, a bit to go throw it at me all right so uh we'll just start at the beginning here we got uh, our friend kathy from your hometown of new york city okay Says, hey, guys, looked it up. Uh, did you know that Peggy's $19,000 salary was, guess how much today? A billion dollars. Close, 134000 That's not bad. That would make her Manhattan middle class. Yeah. That's All right.
0: Pretty that's, pre- that's pretty good. I'd take she, it.
1: She said, also, I think that there were absolutely parallels between Joan's situation and Megan's audition. So this is Joan's situation with uh, the creepy guy from JAG. Okay. yes yes and uh, there's no question that they were uh looking at her for the uh the fuckability factor what the what yes that, that's did kathy you ability
0: on the show john
1: no that was kathy that did that. Is that
0: the first f-bomb we've had on the- i'm gonna have to go back and listen to every episode but that might be the first f-bomb
1: and she goes well that's all for now okay uh ended on a high note uh but uh but anyways they were saying that, you know, because of just her looks is what they were going on. Now this I think this you know this is something we've covered quite a bit. That uh you know, yes, you thought it was simply what did you so call it? Prostitution. Prost- this, prostitizing. Prostitizing <laughs> was the acting world for her. <laughs> yes.
0: I and you know what, John? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down on this because all our
1: listeners agreed with me. Okay. All of them. All right. So you agree with that then? Yes. That 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 was they, they, they matched those up together. That's what
0: I said last time, man. I'm I'm sticking to it. That's my story.
1: All right. All right. Uh, we got one from our friend uh, Alicia in San Jose, California. Hey, Doctor John and Paul. Absolutely fantastic podcast as always. The naysayers can just suck it. For goodness yeah. sake, you guys give a free entertainment every week. By the way, Pete can be considered pimpy Pete. Remember when he tried to pimp his wife out to her old flame for a magazine byline?
0: Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten all about that.
1: You know, and that's—I uh, think we had a few of those. But you know, the guy—the guy is lose morals. When you Joe. when you say that there's no pity, I mean, I think we have a lot to point to as far as why you might not feel any pity for this you guy. You might not. You do not. You do see some some people. Some have, people. I can't. I was gonna ask
0: if you'd ever <laughs> if you'd ever pimped anyone out. <laughs> but that just seemed like the worst question to possibly ask. mean the answer is clearly of course not. No. 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 Well good, John. I'm I'm glad. I'd hate for uh, you to go down that slippery
1: slope of pimping people out. <laughs> <laughs> but our, uh our friend Jen writes in. Jen says, Remember when Pete Uh, Also, he gets on this. Remember when Pete tries to primp out Trudy to get his book published? I forgot about that until listening to your podcast and and Paul was talking about Pete pimping out Joan um, and was asking for any ideas for the offseason. Can't believe the season's already over. Thanks for the great podcast, including your pre-show banter. Oh, thank you. So thank you for Jen. And yes, I mean, just another another episode, uh, piece of evidence why Pete is... Not a redeem. I I want somebody to send us in like a nice, long defense of Pete, if that exists. I'd be really interested to hear that. I mean, how much of a crazy person would that make you, though? To defend Pete? Yeah, you know, I agree. Like a nice well, long one. I like don't... I
0: could see somebody being like, yeah, you know, Pete's just you know he's stuck in his own head. He had a bad upbringing, and that's why he's a dick. But if you had like pages and pages of, hold on, hold on, this guy's all right. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you might just want to you might want to hold up the mirror and say i have problems
1: what <laughs> but please send it to us first before oh yeah. Making that no, statement. yeah
0: send it to us and we will we, we we will flame you all over the show
1: uh sally writes i'd love the show a couple of points if you miss an express train to coscob pete's house which leaves grand central at six to seven you're stuck taking a local train which adds an extra half hour uh, since mm-hmm. it stops at every stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lane is unable to commit fraud because creative firms tend to have only one money guy. Or is able to commit fraud. Yes. Because creative firms only have the one money guy. I know this well. Creative types hate budgets. I do. They hate accounting. I hate it so much. etc. And tend to leave it all to one guy with no supervision. Yep. So therefore, this is they, completely true. She was saying that the plot line is realistic and has happened in real life. I'm sure it has. Our guy could be getting away with murder. So you only have like one
0: guy? We have one guy. No one else can even go look at the books. (laughs) Not because they can't get to them, because they can't read them. Like the
1: birthday, the numbers. We can't do it. Where are the circles and flowers?
0: Yeah, exactly. What? Come on, man. No, it's just, I'm horribly dyslexic. I can barely read, and numbers frighten me to no end
1: uh yeah, and and so little did we know that he would get caught, which is not true. We knew he'd get caught. I was uh, hoping
0: he wouldn't get caught in real life, he wouldn't have gotten caught, John,
1: and Sally also says that Don throwing money at Peggy, if you remember that scene, uh, yeah. links back to Pete offering money to Joan, so do you think that that was kind of like a prostitution? No, type I think that's of a money long shot, in the: guys. Fa- you don't no. You know no that one doesn't fly shot. no all right. No, because he was throwing
0: money at her, like, in a kind of way of, like, you only suggested Paris so you could go to Paris. So, here. You know what I mean? Yep, whereas, yeah. whereas, I believe Pete was saying, could you please have sex with this guy for money? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm breaking that down right.
1: <laughs> so, so, not the same parallel. Not for me. Not for you. All right. Uh, Ed in Fontana, California... Fontana, Fontana Beautiful Fontana. Just gorgeous out there this time of year. See if you ever uh, been Fontana? Yeah. No. You
0: have any idea where that's
1: even at? <laughs> Do you? No. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> um Ed, I'm happy to hear you're continuing to support Don and Megan. Thank rather you. Rather than positing promoting their impending doom. Uh I laughed I laughed when I heard you say, quote, the next time someone writes in. <laughs> uh which you did that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. He says, I'm, I'm no romantic, but my view of their marriage mirrors yours. And I, I, you know, I think he's talking right to you because you've been the staunch defender. Yeah. He says, Don truly wants it to work and wants it to make it work. Megan appears to understand how this can happen within the constraints of Don's history. Each episode, he gets a new lesson from her. For example, comes home late and drunk and gets chastised for not calling. Old Don simply would have proclaimed, I'm the man and I can show up when I choose. Gotcha. New Don had that flicker, uh, th- though momentarily, and then realized she was right, and uh, says, "Really enjoy the podcast, and you're a comedic yet insightful banter." So there you go, another person on your side of the Don and Megan will make it work. Fence, um, no By way. the way, John, There's this just has been no the way.
0: season of Paul, with people agreeing with me. Am I right?
1: No Both one has times. agreed with me. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one has agreed with me more. Than this
1: season. That, now, that's true. That now, by the true. way,
0: for the other Midwestern and East Coast people listening to the show, Fontana, California, is just outside uh, Los Angeles. Well, I shouldn't say just outside. It is It is east of Los Angeles by what I'm going to judge as maybe <laughs> an hour or two. two in
1: Two inches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A stone's throw?
1: I don't know. But just, right. just so you know, Greater it's,
0: a little, it's almost perfectly
1: east of beautiful
0: Los Angeles, California.
1: Well, here's, here's, here's one that you might uh, maybe know a little easier. I do not. Ed writes in from Roselle, New Jersey. Roselle, do you know beautiful Roselle? I, also,
0: I steer clear of, of New Jersey, but let's let Just in it. general. Now, I've got lots of friends out in New Jersey. I'm not going to say
1: that. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Another thoughtful and thought-provoking cast from you guys. I'm listening to your discussion of Peggy's departure. I think it was right on the money as it relates to the way things happen in the real world. I once left a job in a similar way. The employer was stunned to see me go, but got over it quick, and I didn't look back. I thought this was the finest episode of the season. Didn't feel ripped off by Weiner Company fooling us with Don's too late visit to Joan, and I found myself uh, emotionally involved at Joan being pimped by a-hole Pete. Oh, yeah. I was yelling, don't do it at the screen. Yeah, Back to <laughs> Peggy, I want to compare her journey on Mad Men to another character on another show. Uh, back in the early days of E.R. Did you ever watch E.R.? Was that a show? E.R. Did I know, people, I know, E-R. I never, I've never was seen it, it. Is it pronounced Er? Er. Er. <laughs> er. Uh, no, yeah, uh, apparently, no yeah, we know you are. People, uh, showrunner John Wells describes this show as the journey of John Carter, played by No Wiley. From Wait, Calo. John
0: Carter? Wasn't that a movie that no one
1: saw? <laughs> yeah, I am John Carter. Uh, from Callow Medical Student to Humanitarian Doctor, i see similar uh, similarities between Carter and Peggy. During first season interviews, Weiner frequently stated that Don Draper's world was over and he didn't yet know it. Peggy is the future. And Alice the Donut, she will be on the cusp of running the industry by the time the show reaches its conclusion at the dawn of the 70s. And it uh, goes on to say how uh, Carter also had similar uh, growth, that Peggy is an essential, essential part of the show's DNA. This isn't Sal or even Betty. Mad Men can't completely lose her any more than Joan. I'll be interested to see what happens.
0: I, I agree. I think she'll stick around. She's She's, you know, at this whole time, she's been... I don't want to... She hasn't been paralleling Don. But, I mean, she's been... uh, She's been his protege. Uh, She's kind of an early lady in advertising. She's a very interesting character. Uh, She has a great nickname, Pegasus. Uh, We cannot lose that.
1: Now, what do you think about the the parallel between, you know, uh, Peggy's rise as, you know, chief creative and Joan, you know, becoming a partner?
0: We... I mean... I don't know because we've talked about it as a very different thing where, um, you know, Joan is on kind of the old, was kind of on the old school lady path to, as the most success she could get until she'd smacked her face on the glass ceiling. And whereas, um, whereas Peggy, uh, was, was taken, uh, a, you know, a hammer to the glass ceiling and busting on through, um... So it was—it was kind of a huge surprise to see uh, to see Joan make that leap. Um, of course, it was—it was—it was, was at quite a cost um,
1: that we that we had not
0: predicted either. So I don't know, I don't know I don't know where I net out on that, John.
1: All right, but anyway, was very interesting, very good. Thanks, Ed. All right, man. All right, uh, we got one from Beth from here. This is one we all know. We're in Washington D.C. Oh, the D.C. area, busy yeah. place nowadays.
0: Capital. Capitable
1: of the nation. Wow! Uh, hello, Doctor John Cosgrove and Paul. Thanks okay. for another great episode. The episode the episode was so good. I can't believe there's only two left. Yeah. Uh, the whole Pete Pimping story has me screaming "pig" repeatedly at the television. Mm-hmm. Truly disgusting. Do you mm-hmm. think Roger's reaction during the voting was realistic? Would he not have been more emotionable about his baby mama? Emotionable. I think I pronounced that one wrong. <laughs> oh, or does Roger, uh, who has been using money as an attempt to own people or get them to do what he wants anyway, in the office all season, thinks that this is the way things work? I am also wary of painting Joan as a total victim. I mean, clearly not. She's not. She chose to do this, right?
0: Yeah. She, you know.
1: Although she was uh, undoubtedly disrespected um, with this.
0: So I think Roger made, made it pretty clear that he was not down for this.
1: Right, but he did, I mean, he did not throw up a roadblock. He didn't back Don. I guess he didn't back Don in complete disgust, but I don't know.
0: I really got the feeling that they all kind of thought it wasn't going to happen. Did you get that feeling?
1: Yeah, I did i really did i, I like really kind of got like the, I, I feel
0: like they all kind of felt comfortable that okay that was crazy you know yeah, there don, goes there goes pete like don made the stank there's no reason to make you know a bunch of stanks um we all we all showed complete disbelief and disgust it's gonna end here but it didn't because pete's a lying bastard
1: well and lane kind of helped it along too you think lane helped it along well, I mean, he, he went – he's the one that went to her, you know, because Lane could have easily just taken Pete's suggestion of, you know, extend our credit of 50000 and just ignored it and not done anything. But he's the one that called her into the office and had the conversation about becoming a partner and getting 5% and blah, blah, blah. Did he not kind of ha- – but, yeah, so that was after he had – right, but he kind
0: of had to do that. No, he didn't. No, he because a, of the – He's of a partner the, too. No, 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 because hadn't he already taken the money –
1: no, no. Right. But he was he was saying that you know, that was
0: his way of getting getting out of paying her,
1: like paying her immediately. Right. But I'm saying, like, if, if he doesn't have that conversation, I don't think that, you know, I don't know that Pete really has the stones to write a check for that.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, as much maybe. as he pulled up the conversation, I don't know that he'd really have done that. You know, I think he was going to leave it to to Lane to do that. And if he just ignored it, it probably goes away.
0: Oh, I didn't. I did not. I did not see it that way.
1: Because you're right. I mean, you know, he 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 didn't want to pay her. Yeah. So he he had that conversation. But I think if he if he simply ignores it, and no one else is going to write that check, and I really I don't think Pete would look down and see all those zeros and be like, you know, because it's not a sure thing. Even if he does write the check. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, that's speculation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, she
1: says she is most empowered in the workplace and the idea that the partners need to swoop in and save her virtue is both paternalistic and undermines the great career advances she has made in the last few seasons Mm -hmm. she has stood up to the partners before and I would like to think she is a strong person who may have her own reasons uh, for doing what she did financial independence, security for her family Totally. Uh, on to Peggy and I will preface all of this by saying that I adore Pegasus well, I agree that Peggy's leaving is more positive than negative for the character. I, if, uh, if it's still the 1960s and I worry that what Chaw promised may not pan out, uh, does CJC have other women on staff, any managers? Is she going to a boys club that won't respect her? I mean, she, but she's been dealing with this for six years. Well, and we saw, we saw, um, we saw her go to Chaw's.
0: And she's got her own office. She's yelling at these guys, telling them what to do. Well, that and, and that was case. after
1: that was after this this note was written. Right,
0: right. No, yeah. that's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, it says I don't trust Chaw, but I do think he tries to run a progressive firm. Okay. And I think because we, we saw him hiring some beatnik-looking creative staff a few seasons ago, uh, I was so deeply engrossed in how the character's life would play out that I took it. Uh, that it took a day for me to realize Peggy may be off the show. Uh, here, are, Here is some fanfic laying out potential scenarios for Peggy, and I believe I put this on the Facebook. It kind of goes through the different ways her character might shake out. Uh, thanks again for a great show. I am such a nerd about Mad Men, and I don't really know anyone else who watches it. It's amazing how many of these we get, right? We no, get a lot of these. How this show gets all these awards, and nobody watches this show. Nope,
0: just you and me and the... Ten people that listen to our
1: show, John. That's right. That's right. Uh, we got uh, we got one from Mindy here. Mindy in good old Minneapolis, Minnesota. Beautiful. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I w- I'm assuming that you were kidding when you said that Peggy would be making over half a million dollars a year if it were today. <laughs> Me? Yes, you were kidding. I was. Uh, I looked it up during the show out of curiosity. Everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you're wondering, Paul, this is, this is for you so that oh, your guests and aren't so far. The U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics. This is where you can go mm-hmm. for a more accurate number. I will not. And so, again, over 130000 Still a whopping three figures for someone who has no real degree. Good um, work, trust, Peggy. I
0: trust my own instincts. I trust my own instincts based on um, currency uh, throughout time. <laughs> Test me with anything. I'll be wrong.
1: Okay. Well, Willie from Alabama has a bunch of tests for you right now. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, how much was $18,000 in uh, 1966 worth today? A trillion. 120000 Good gotcha. close. Gotcha. That's pretty close. And that's the amount Peggy proposed uh, to the new agency. The $19,000 was what was offered. Let's see, 12500 What was that in 12, today's money?
0: 12500 in today's money?
1: Yep. 80000 Wow. Now you're getting... There you go. See, you learned 83000 so yeah. Joan's approximate salary was 12500 mm-hmm. at that time when she mentioned that 50000 would be four times her annual salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much. That, uh, that was Willie from Thanks, Will. Alabama. Go, Bill. All right. Um, How are we doing here, John? How many more we got left? I tell you what, man, we're going to split this mailbag up a few different ways, I think. Yeah, we should. All right. Uh why don't why don't we do just a few more? Let's just do a few more cuz these these episodes can't be too long. All right. Uh Don, Portland, Oregon. Oh, beautiful. I'm going there, Don. I'm going to be Northwest. in your great
0: state in in next week. Oh, very nice. So prepare yourself for me. You'll be able to just tell I'm there.
1: Uh who do you think will get Lane's office now that he's gone? Um I'm going to guess Stan. John, <laughs> Joan won't want it. Bert Cooper won't care. My vote is Harry Crane, who we well. You were
0: almost right. He was offered.
1: He was offered. Yeah. Uh, And he says, "Doctor John, you watch the show the way I do through the history timeline." Ice cubes. What's that supposed to mean? Loves ice cubes. Keep them coming, Paul. All right. He says, "You were right. No one wanted Lane's office." On the follow-up email, Uh, their new digs next season are going to be much nicer, just like the Jeffersons TV show. They're moving on up. As far as the ending goes. The old Don Draper's back. Extramarital affairs, here I come. Not true. Not Why? true, man. Come on. My wife is right when she says Don does not want to repeat the same mistakes he did with Betty. He made her give up modeling to stay at home and be a mom. That's right. All that got him was a depressed and bitter wife. Uh, great music for that scene. The theme song from James Bond film, You Only Live Twice. Looks like Peggy will be doing the Virginia Slims ad. Which we talked about in our yeah. uh, previous show. It was great to see that moment in the theater. I think next season when we see that friendly rivalry between Don and Peggy ramped up a little bit more, that would be interesting, right? To see them go compete against some each other on something.
0: Oh, like if they they were uh... yeah, but I mean yeah, I mean it would be. But the thing is, is it's not like they, <laughs> it's not like the UFC. I mean they don't they don't have you stand in in a, it's not a cage match between account people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, they
0: won't be in the ring together pitching.
1: Right. No, it's a different type of blood sport. Sure. Uh, creepy Pete, or Pete, and Paul should add Pathetic Pete. Mm-hmm. Can he not throw at least one good punch? <laughs> no, not even one. Uh, until next season, keep the eyes cold and the bourbon flowing. Okay. Thank you very much, Don. And uh, let's see. What do we got here? We got one. Yeah, one, one last one. You want to... End it on this one? I want to end it on a good one, so this better be good. All right. Uh, Kim, Kim writes in, Kim, hello, gentlemen. It's been quite some time since I've written in, but things are uh, really getting heated on okay. Mad Men. I can barely yeah. contain myself. First of all, your show is great, Thank and you. it's really come a long way. Thanks. Oh. I don't mind the ice clinking as much as I dislike the slurping and gulping. <laughs> nice. But what I do detest about the show are hater listeners yeah. who are named after British monarchs. Oh my God, Elizabeth. who was? Is- oh, thank you. Now I. <laughs> <laughs> now I know this kind of thing isn't in your control, but we Mad Men recap loyalists will not stand for Kate being driven away. No. Uh, do we need another Tea Party? Scratch that, Revolution. Okay. Who is going to give the fashion commentary or set you guys straight oh. when you say something sexist? It certainly right. won't. It certainly won't be Her Majesty. Down with tyranny. Do we say that much sexist stuff? Uh, I you do okay. <laughs> <laughs> now on to the main reason I wrote in. Here are three things I learned. Number one, go-go boots will make you a woman. Number okay. Two, you can't have a cocktail if there is still blood on your mouth. I have to. That was a great scene, right, with the Dow going after him. The Dow. Yeah, when, when Donna Roger go talk with Dow Corning.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah 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 yeah. Now I got you. That was that was one. Of, that was a highlight. Highlight of the season.
1: And when someone hangs themselves on your watch, you can always shake it off with a long drive upstate.
0: Man, I don't know how you shake that off.
1: No. That is a
0: tough one. Don has not had it easy. It seems like he does. I'm sure to everybody in the office. Oh, yeah. You know, he looks great. Just hot wife after hot wife.
1: Well, I think they did that a lot this season where people would really jump on him. And we as the audience knew kind of, this really isn't his fault. You know, like when uh, when Megan got all on his case for not telling her that Sally was coming over, and yeah. he didn't do that because he had instantly found out that, you know, Lane had embezzled and had to fire him. Yeah. You know, and then uh, and then Peggy got on his case after Jaguar, because he wasn't celebrating, but she didn't know that he knew about Joan. Yep. Um, you know, and I think it happened a few other times. Oh, oh when Bert. You know, Bert saw the check and kind of was like, "Man, he can't be the nice guy." He had to join the jeez. adults to run the company. Ah, oh, jeez. You know, I mean that Man, this geez. happened a few times. It does. So, so yeah, he's definitely had a, a rough go. But, like you said, I don't know if it's too easy to have, you know, pity for him, coming I from a, 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 you know, coming from a, a place of uh, quite a quite a bit of um, luxury, I guess.
0: It's true. And There's a price, John. There's a price to pay.
1: But I think you know it's, what's amazing is I do enjoy uh, reading the emails and being you know really going through them and and hashing them out like this. The amazing thing is we we didn't even get a quarter of the way. Are you kidding me? No way. Oh jeez. So we we got uh, we got a, a lot to do. But you know what? This could be fun. You know, maybe every couple of weeks, every two or three weeks, we'll throw out a couple more emails. Give you guys a few minutes to to listen to the uh, dulcet golden tones of Paul's lovely voice. Thank you. And, uh, and and you know keep this going through the off season. Yeah, it's I'm a sure good thing
0: to do in the off season. You know what it does, John? You know what it does for me?
1: Get you ready for the Olympics. It, it,
0: it does in a way because it is so hot in my apartment. I feel like I am running around a track, but or on a trampoline, which is my favorite Olympic sport. And not for the weird, creepy reasons that you're thinking. No. Because they trampoline like three stories in the, in the air, people. I'm serious. If you have an opportunity to flick on your TV, okay,
1: look for the trampoline. John, am I right on this? I, I have never seen somebody You've, jump tracks like you just did. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. No, no, no. I literally I,
0: I, I am a train that derailed onto another track and kept going. But people. Check out the trampolining. That's what I'm here. I'm here to help you with that kind of stuff. I'm not here to tell you really insightful things about the show or to do any research at all. I'm here to give you those little insights into life, like watching the trampoline part of the Olympics.
1: Is that, is that it for our insights for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've let you down, man. No, it was great. That was great. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a couple of um, uh, comments on how this went and what they think, if we need to do anything. Uh, different or approach it in any other way but i had a lot of fun it was fun uh, going over this a little bit and, it's nice um, it,
0: it, no i was gonna say it brings you back into the show a little bit
1: yeah absolutely
0: and if you'd like to write it if you made it all the way to this part in the podcast send us your name and address and we will send you a very special Mad Men recap surprise
1: well, is it gonna be an email with a smiley face
0: <laughs> yes it is <laughs> and if it's carl it's an email with a fart sound audio Nice. or elizabeth You'll get a fart sound too, sweetheart.
1: (laughs) But really, we're going to narrow the fart sounds down to those two. All right, (laughs) man. Well, uh, good job, and we'll do this again uh, soon. All right, man. Bye-bye. Bye.